your boy J to the R coming at you with another episode of the podcast and today we are going to do part two of the last podcast which was tips to better music production we're gonna go ahead and finish that out if you haven't listened to that one then you may want to go back and check it out you make the call also be sure to go to my youtube channel youtube.com J to the R j-t-u-d-a-r and check me out on instagram same thing or go to the website j-to-the-r.com got the same youtube videos there so take your pick but like i said we're gonna go back and do and finish it up that last segment of uh tips to better music production and we stopped off i think with 10 tips talking about compression about you know compressing vocals and whatnot so so the next one we're going to talk about is let's see what do we want to talk about okay so now it's like this so another cool way that you can add width to sounds is to make a copy of the sound and i kind of talked talked about this before at some point in a video or something i don't i don't remember where but anyway you can make a copy of the sound Soak it in like a hundred percent reverb with a really short decay, probably about twenty to sixty milliseconds. Cut out the low end and lightly mix it in. And you can also get away with compressing it hard to create more headroom in the mix. And that's—I think I said it in one of the the tips on the last podcast. But this kind of adds to it. This giving you the specific. And what that's going to do is add a whole different dimension and width to the sound. You got to do things that you may not necessarily would do normally. You got to do them, switch it up, see if you like it, you don't like it, tweak it. But anyway, that's just a little tip that you can do as well. Now, gain staging. How many of you know what gain staging is? Because gain staging is important and it's simple. And all you got to do is just watch the meters of each plug-in as you set them up and make sure nothing is in the red. You don't want nothing in the red. Nothing in the red. I don't like my tracks in the red. I don't like my plugins in the red. Nothing in the red. Because why am I so out of breath? I should have gave myself five or ten minutes before I started this podcast after sitting down. But anyway, game staging. Your red is not your friend. Red make you pee in the bed. I don't know what that means. Sounded good in my head. So what I mean by that is, um, you know when you when you got certain instruments, it'll pop in the red. You always want to bring those instruments down. I normally start at a negative six dBs, and I work my way down from there. Because a lot of times when you when you feeling like, in fact. To tell you what I just do exactly is I'll group all of the tracks together wherever they are. Once I finish recording, and I'll group them all together. Then I'll bring the levels the levels down to where the highest peak, which is probably going to be your Kiko, your 808. I'll bring that down to like uh, a negative six dBs. Now, what that do is it gives you room to play with making your snare pop, making certain certain instruments pop out. 
if you leave your instruments all the way up at zero and then they're already kind of like at two and three, you're not leaving yourself much room to play with making sounds pop. And you're going to wonder why everything's, you can't get that snare to crunch and stick out because, or that hi-hat to stick out or why your drums is not hitting hard because you got no headroom to play with. Everything is fighting for every, it's basically fighting for the same space as everything else. And in not in one situation, is that a good thing? You don't want that type of fighting going on. So give yourself, watch your meters. Same same thing is in the plug-in. Because what's going to happen is going to go down the line, messing shit up. So make sure when you and your plug-ins adjusting them, whether it's compression and you're increasing the gain, don't go in the red. Now, next tip I have for you is when you're working on your mix down, try to periodically turn your speakers way down to where you can only hear the main elements. Work on the mix for a while like that, then turn it back up. Keep doing this to keep a fresh perspective of your mix. And then you want to make sure that you never monitor louder than normal conversation level. level. Save years from fatigue and hearing damage. Now, that's a very important tip. 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 What did I say? That's a very, very important tip because I know we often like to, like to hear the bass, like to hear it loud and crunk. Whoop de whoop whoop whoop. Well, the longer you're doing that, the more you're going to be fatiguing your ears. So that's not necessarily a good thing to do. You may not even know what's going on, but your mix gonna sound like shit. It's as simple as that. So, what you want to do is to listen at a comfortable level turn it down because you also want to be able to hear all of your sounds when they low when the volume is not up you want to be able to hear the main sounds turn it up turn it down if you want to hear it go loud if every once in a while you can do that you know turn it up but you don't want to keep it loud at a normal uh you know for any any length of time because you're just wasting your time. You may as well just turn the computer off. Come back another day when you're fresh. Now, one thing that I like to do once I've gotten through mixing like a full song, I don't really do it so much for beats, but primarily for a full song is make sure you listen to your mixes on at least three to four different systems. Okay. That means... You can listen to them on your monitors, headphones, earbuds, phone speakers, car stereo. You want to compare your mix to professional tracks on each of those systems and take notes of areas that need fixing. For example, your high end might be a lot harsher in the top end than the reference track when listening to it in your car stereo. Or maybe you missed that on your monitors. Take note and fix it. That's how you get better at mixing. If you're just constantly listening to your stuff, trying to mix and wondering why you're not getting any better. That's why. Listen to it on different systems. Go to your car, headphones, earbuds, whatever. Have a reference track and pay attention to what you're doing, to what you're listening to. Take notes if you have to, because when you go back in the house, you want to make those adjustments. And when I'm mixing the song, I do this quite a bit. First place I go to is the car, because that's where I listen to music the most. Now it's almost best to listening to to uh, test it out in earbuds because most people will be listening nowadays from earbuds. 
so you want to make sure it sounds good in ear earbuds for sure. That and car in uh car stereos. Now, if the track feels a bit empty, here's what you do. Try adding something simple like very quiet white noise, crowd noise, ocean sounds, or high string in the background and fill the gas with percussive samples. Make sure you aren't drawing attention away from the main elements or you can go from an empty to a cluttered track very quickly. But what that does is a lot of times we have these tracks. It's a very basic track, not too much going on. Got the main melody. Then we're like, okay, it's missing something. It sounds too simple. Add effects. You know, add you a real high low string to where most people may not even recognize it's there, but their ear is picking it up. Add some percussive samples. Like I can't say percussive. Like add you a triangle here, a shaker throughout. Switch it up. Don't do it in the entire song because now you got to just a bunch of repetitive sounds. So not only if the track is feeling, speaking of which, not only if your track is feeling empty, a good thing to do is add little stuff like that, but it also adds to the character of the song. And you never know. It'll make it sound more complete than just a bare bones track. Contrast. Contrast is an important tool. So you can make sounds appear big by placing them next to small sounds. Kind of like putting a short person next to a tall person. For example, if you want a huge bass drop, try turning down the bill and taking out some low end right before the drop. Then you want to bring back all the low end volume, low end and volume on the, on the drop. You can also automate the stereo width of the bill to move towards mono right before the drop hits or even for more contrast. I, I really don't know too, too much to add on that. That's pretty much what that is. And here's a real, 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 here's a real good tip. Here's a real good tip. Here's a real good tip. Make friends in the music production community. So the biggest problem that we have today is probably the fact that everybody has a home studio. So if everybody has a home studio, you have no reason to go outside of that home studio. You can just home studio away at, you know, to your leisure and in your own house and never really meet somebody outside of the internet. And even then you're not really talking to people. You just read. So try, you need to build, you need to get out there in any community. I know a lot of stuff is done online. So a great place for that is discord. It's a great place to make friends and share feed, feedback on each other's songs. There's a subreddit Reddit on uh, on reddit.com called r slash EDM production. Now, I know you're not into EDM, but you get the point. It has a Discord server which you can join by following the link that I'm going to put uh, in the description of the podcast. Maybe feedback feedback is important but take everything with a pinch of salt if you truly don't agree with what someone is telling you then don't make an adjustment just because they said you should so the problem we have sometimes is we'll ask people say man what you sound like 
but you don't even know if they like that type of music, if they like that genre, if they like that style or whatever. So why would you ask them what they think and you don't even know what they like? So, but someone, so be careful about who you get feedback from. You need to make sure that you ask for feedback for someone that understands your music and at least have some interest in that particular genre. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. You better change something for somebody that would never buy it in the first place. So know your market. That's very important. Know your market because your market is where you need to go for feedback. Another thing we got to do, guys, you got to leave your ego at the door. If you're out there making tunes for the sole purpose of getting X amount of plays or likes, chances are your song will end up sounding uninspired and boring. Create emotions, themes, stories. The play counts will follow. You can't just go out there and be making trash songs, thinking they're hot because you think that's what people want to hear. If you want to stand out, you got to cre- create music with emotion. Create something from the heart. That's what you, you don't, we don't really see too much nowadays. People just make music just to be for the fact, just to be making music. Kind of like where I'm at these days. Fun, yes, but it's uninspiring because I'm not really talking about nothing I've been through. I'm just talking about what I hear on the radio. And I have a feeling that a lot of other artists are doing the same things. At least those that are. But the bad part is. I'm just doing it for fun. The problem is you got people doing it that are trying to make a living at it. It's their dream to become a rapper, a musician, or a producer. So all they do is just create what they hear because they think that's what everybody wants to hear. Now, granted, there's some truth to that, but you got to be yourself because there can only be one you. Have somebody copy you. Stop copying somebody else. Now, this next tip is something that most people don't really even understand how important it is. And that is branding and marketing. Marketing. So you got to learn all you can about that. But don't get too caught up in pushing your music out to people until you are 100% sure it's commercially up to standard. So uh, here's the thing about that. Everybody likes recording music. whoop de whoop whoop they like being in the studio if they're not in their home, smoking weed, getting high with their buddies, doing whatever you do, making music. That's all fun and dandy. But what do you do when you've got 12 songs recorded and now it's time to market them? You're not in the studio doing that. This is the part that nobody really likes to do. And, this, and I believe that this is what separates the ones that succeed and the ones that don't. Because they're not willing to put in the time to do the part of the work that is actual work. The not so fun part. We like to eat, but we don't like to shit. Well, I like to shit. But if you want to eat, shit in a part of it. Shit. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Next. Production. No, you know what? I'm not going to even give you that. I'm going to give you this one. Experiment with unconventional sounds. So try using Foley in place of your regular drum hits. Things like keys or corns can make an amazing hi-hat sound. 
You know what I'm saying? You can do so much without using those same sample sounds, but you got to take the time, learn how to set up mics, get creative, you know, make a, make a clap out of hitting the table and then EQ it. Just do different stuff to make different sounds. Then people be like, oh man, where you get that? Where you get that drum, that drum kit at? Man, I got that from a self player. <laughs> got that from a self player. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So you don't always just have to use the same sounds that everybody else is using. Go outside, record a bird or something. Turn that bird into a flute. Ain't nobody else using that sound. You see that a lot in in like electronic music. People using different type of sounds, experimenting with knobs and all this good fun stuff. Actually making something that they created not just the stock sounds me personally i like using stock sounds because i ain't spending no money and i'm not taking too much time to do no beat because i don't have that much time and i'm just doing it for fun so i don't have no rules i don't have to follow the rules or whatever anyway so like i was kind of saying before this is gonna be the last tip don't take anyone advice too seriously not even the advice I'm giving you right now. It's all based on subjective experiences. Music is art. Art progresses when people experiment out of sight the norms. So keep an open mind, listen to advice, but don't blindly follow it. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that you can learn from people that's going to get you ahead. There's some certain things that's going to keep you from making mistakes. But all advice ain't good advice. And I think that we all can determine, can discern which is what, you know, making music is art. Be you, do you. That's what is most important. You're the one that's putting your heart and soul into it, hopefully. So make sure you're putting your heart and soul into something that you appreciate and you enjoy. This your boy, Jay to the R. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. Like I said before, in the beginning, go ahead and, uh, Check out my YouTube channels. You want more if you want tutorials on beats and how to do use software. I use Cubase, Fruity Loops, Personas, and I use all budget stuff because anybody can can throw money at equipment. I like creating stuff and doing tutorials with with and spending the least amount of money possible. Because when you starting out, you ain't or you young, like in you know you may be in high school, you got no job, maybe in junior high, you got no job. So I'm going to show you how to do the cheapest way possible and make good music. This is your boy, J to the R. I think that's going to be a wrap for the day. I'll holler at you. Peace. I'm claiming it's lewd. I'm leaving these niggas confused. They don't know what they should do. Bagging these chickens for food. While you be losing your cool. Your girl over here in my cool. This is the court you was dealt. Grinding like you niggas slept. I get it till ain't nothing left. Versace to show off my wealth. I get money. Stacking it high. Stack big face bills. Stacking that money. Stacking it high. Stacking it high. I get money. I stack big face bills. Stack big face peels.
I get it, I get it, I get it. You bitches, you better get with it. I saw your girl in the.